Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rosé Room. We are so excited for today's podcast because we are bringing to you none other than the wonderful Lookover Ladies. That's right. We've got Melissa, Jill, Jacqueline, and lots of Rosé. Lots of <laughs> <laughs> Um, and actually, we're very excited to have Melissa coming all the way from New Jersey. So uh, Jacqueline, Jill, I, and Cashin, and Nurse D over here are all sitting in the Las Vegas clinic, and Melissa is all the way over in New Jersey. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, guys. I'm excited for this podcast. This was a great idea. Uh, thank you so much. We we love great ideas, um, but we're just going to jump right in today because I feel like there's so many of us. We really just want to keep on trend and on track. So we had kind of sent the ladies some questions prior and Melissa, we're really interested in you because last time we were on your podcast and we kind of got to interview ourselves, but we never actually got to interview you guys. So today we wanted to ask you a couple questions. Melissa, introduce yourself to our listeners. Like, who are you? Where can people find you? And what do you do? Oh, okay. This has been, uh, this is fun. All right. So Melissa Polo Landau, I live in New Jersey. I'm a wardrobe stylist. I uh, service women all all across the country. You can find me, um, a curated version of my life on, uh, Instagram. It's Melissa underscore Polo. And, uh, you can see some of work there and you can see some of my work on my website as well. And everything is on there. So <laughs> these days, everything is Instagram is everything. It really is these days. We absolutely so thankful for Instagram. So being a stylist, right? Like obviously being in the fashion industry, living on the East Coast, that's significantly different than the majority of obviously what Cash and I are living through with shorts and Ugg boots. Um, but we want to know some questions from you specifically being in the fashion world. Um, I think it's really important because I'm not a fashionista by any stretch of the imagination. I actually really struggle um, with fashion. Cash and I have like a whole little episode on this because she's glamorous, but as women, um, what are what's like one of your most fashionable tips for women that aren't necessarily like necessarily into fashion? You know what I mean? Like if you're on a budget or you don't have you know money for a Fendi purse, like what is as a stylist something that you would tell every woman about fashion? That's actually a great tip because you can look very fashionable with just I would say a few key essentials. One essential is having an amazing moto jacket. And that's oh, wow. you know, where it's yes. a moto jacket. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Amazing leather moto jacket. Uh, gray pair denim. I mean, skinny will always be on trends. Uh, trends happen so fast. Like right now we're really into like the straight leg denim. But if you have like a great moto jacket, a great blazer, like an oversized blazer, there's something about an oversized look that looks, it just is very elevated and chic. Um, that will always make you look just polished and like, you know what you're doing. Um, because people tend to always want everything so fitted, especially women. Then when you see someone in something oversized, it looks very fashionable, like fashion forward. There's something in that world that makes it like, oh, she knows what she's doing because that jacket looks just really cool. Um, another thing that I would suggest having is cool logo t-shirts, you know, just have like a cool bunch of like fun, either rock t-shirts or, or something that something, you know, they're anything, anything that you love, right. just a no, good totally. t-shirt. Yeah. A good t-shirt would make you look really cool with combat boots. Um, 
it's so interesting that you highlighted those two things because I always think like when you talk to designers, especially our age, it's always like get a pretty bag or make sure you spend the money on your Christian Louboutins, like shoes. So you're saying like moto jackets, like cool shirts. That's like super interesting. Well, it's like every day. That's like every day polished things that you can run out of your house wearing and you look, you just look good. You're not, you know, scrappy looking. Even sometimes scrappy looking is fun to me. I don't know. I see scrappy. Well, scrappy, scrappy over like this. <laughs> but um, what else would be really good? So a blazer, a moto jacket. Okay, I, I have a follow-up question to that. If you did have to spend money on something, what would it be? Like, if you had to say, like, buy something expensive, this is worth it, what would it be? Definitely a great bag. Of course. You're yeah, such a stylist. I, I, <laughs> absolutely. A bag or a pair of shoes if you had to spend money. I mean, you could look like whatever wearing sweats and like you know yeezys and like a great bag and it's you killed it kardashian i'm ready guys i'm so ready melissa you can dress me anytime in yeezys and a beautiful bag i'm absolutely ready for this i do have a question so in college um so in where i went to school at unlv you could only do internships for college credit your junior and or senior year so I actually took on four internships on my own before I even did that. And two of them were fashion styling because um, I actually was a journalism major. I wanted to work for a fashion magazine here. LOL. Good luck. Yeah. Um, I did end up getting published, <laughs> but um, working for a stylist was actually really interesting um, because Vegas is not really the hub of fashion, right? So what would you give advice to people who maybe don't live in these high traffic fashion areas? Like, you know, sorry, Minnesota is not really like the go to for like fashion, right? Like neither is Las Vegas or like, you know, you have the advantage of being super like on the East Coast, being super close to New York Fashion Week, all these really fun things. So what would you give advice for girls who want to get their foot in the door, but aren't necessarily that close to the door? I really think that they girls that are in the middle of the country or just like out of out of the realm, if they're really passionate about that what they want to do, they need to use social media. It's right at your fingertips. You need to go after, I mean, I used to use LinkedIn and I emailed anywhere I wanted to work myself. I wasn't waiting for a recruiter. I just went after, I didn't have social media right now. You just have it right at your fingertips. I just did it myself. I do it myself every day where I want the, the editor of Vogue looking at me. I'm going to reach out and figure out who's working at Vogue to try to get in. I think that if you're really smart and, and, and you want this badly, you look for the little avenues and try to network as much as possible. Find somebody on Instagram that has a connection to someone else. That door will open for you if you really want it. So with that being said, what is your favorite styling job? That you've ever gotten how funny uh she's like jacqueline larita yeah. <laughs> i'm different bravo, bravo tv i'm like cover my fat arms <laughs> no she was my favorite because i took her style to a whole new level it was a lot of work because her mindset was so she was so fixated and most women are on the bad not the good, you know, like the good, I saw the beauty in her legs. I saw so many, I saw different beautiful attributes and she was just so focused on like, no, I want this. I want this. I want this. I'm like, no, 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 let's do this. And then finally, once I got her in that comfort zone, she owned it. And that was my, that's 
the core of what I do because I do a lot of personal styling. And of course, of course, like when we did, um, you know, watch what happens live and I got to dress you for the um, reunions and all of that. That was great. That's fun work. But really the day to day, her day to day life and her social engagements, that was the fun part is getting her out of her comfort zone and making her understand that she's so beautiful and not so, not so like guarded on the, the, the bad part, whatever it was, you know, and every woman is like that. So I'm like that myself. And I always talk myself out of it. That's like, it's really good advice because as a stylist, I'm sure like dealing with high celebrity profiles, we always think of them as like who we want to be, but we never actually like remember their people too with like flaws and stuff. So like hearing you as a stylist, you're like, no, I really have to remind people every day psychologically, like you're beautiful people, like you're amazing and you deserve to look great in, you know, public and private life is like a really good message. So, you know, thanks Melissa for sharing like the questions we had for you. I've always been really interested in styling. I know Cashin got to work in it before I've been in hair and beauty and all that for a long time. So like I've gotten to meet a lot of you, but I haven't actually gotten to hear a lot of your story and especially not um someone who you know dresses high celebrity profile people so thank you for absolutely sharing with us we appreciate like all of your little input and we're gonna ask all the girls questions and then we'll kind of like have a discussion at the end so please forgive us for this like type of things (laughs) but all right so uh, thank you melissa we're gonna go on to jacqueline now um jacqueline i'm super happy that you're here thank you for kind of starting all of this i know that you got to actually meet cashton so let's start off by saying how like, how did we meet you? Like, because Cashin's really why I met you. So, like, no. Jill was it Jill? Is why, okay, actually, like, Jill yeah. is how the magic started. Yeah. Yeah, it was really through Jill. I, you know, I was moving to Las Vegas from New Jersey. And of course, I'm like, where's the best med spa to go to? Because I need my Botox. I need my. <laughs> I don't know where to go, whatever. And she told me about this place and all everybody that works at, at um, DuRose Beauty Refinery and how they have such a great team and the people are wonderful and it's so cute in there and they do great services. So, of course, I was like, all right, I'll go with you when I get there. And I just fell in well, love with everybody. first you were stalking their Instagram for Oh, I stalked your inter- and Instagram. And you were like, I love them. I'm so obsessed. I can't <laughs> wait to get my lips done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, that's the one thing I do. I do check out the Instagram. I look for before and afters. I look for all that stuff. I'm kind of picky like that. So I loved your Instagram. I loved all that. And then, and then actually, and it's so through Jill, I met you guys and everything. And then, and then later I found out that you were also friends with my nephew. So that was like, I was like, oh my God, that's serendipity. Yeah. It's true. I yeah. was like, what a small world. I know. I like, was it like, actually couldn't get smaller. Yeah. Right. I was like, that's so crazy that, that you know her because that's the, that's the med spot that I'm going to go to when I get to Vegas. Like, like what are the odds of that? I know. It's yeah just meant to be okay. yeah but that's like so weird to me because honestly we've never asked you how you like moving to vegas like you're from oh east God, coast I love you it. are just so from i used New Jersey. to live in vegas you know? okay so i didn't i know i don't i'm like yeah. oblivious to everything so yeah oh, tell like, me yeah but well, i told jacqueline's <laughs> biopic like <laughs> really creepy yeah, yeah, no. everybody knows that I get on the board you're not doing what I, you need to do i moved to las vegas um when I was married to my ex-husband, I was pregnant with my daughter. Um, my parents were retired. My dad was retiring. He was a colonel in the army. He was retiring and coming here to run the, he was like vice president of operations for the Riviera Hotel at the time. And my parents were moving out here. I wanted to be by my family because I was having a baby and everything and, you know, married. So we moved out here to be by them. And I have my cousins here. My aunt lived here. My grandparents lived here. Like, it was just, I have a lot of family here. 
So um, that's why we moved out here in 1990. I lived here for like 10 or 11 years before I moved to New Jersey for 18 years. So now I'm back. You're back. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> How is the return? To Vegas? Because it's that's so something different they always said now. to me. It is. But it's something that they always said to me as a kid. They're like, be careful moving away from Las Vegas because you'll always come screaming back. It's a yeah. like 24-hour <laughs> town. You know, it's yeah. just you can get your nails done. You can go grocery <laughs> shopping. So yeah. And do your dry cleaning at 2 a.m. Especially where I lived in Franklin Lakes where Melissa lives too. It's a beautiful, you know, place in the suburbs it's gorgeous but everything closes down super early nothing's like you know here you're so close to everything there's every store every restaurant you're 15 minutes from the strip you're like everything is so close by plus I have tons of family here so for me it was great coming back here that's that's awesome to hear because I know like New Jersey's cold and I I can't <laughs> I've tried I've tried but I miss the fall I've tried the it fall is beautiful the there. fall is cold. beautiful New York is beautiful in the fall too and I the first have been snow. there yes um, <laughs> no the first snow I'm out I gotta go oh no it's so it's, it's, the it's hair's cooler. done it's, it's my hair's you. over my boots are over <laughs> everything's over after any wet any snow I'm sorry I can't no. but well when I'm feeling chubby I love it because I can wear all these jackets no we just and hide under about my this on the hide last episode Ashton loves like, a good layer I don't I like layering I'm in the biggest coat I own of course I love layers why would we not love a good layer the biggest coat and the tiniest microphone <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, gonna that. be us that's gonna be us like like that's our next like, it's like photo a together. <laughs> the microphone's the size of a gumdrop. It, no, it's joking. It's a gum tiny microphone. That's okay, a, we tried. Like, okay, we like tried. Like a gumdrop on a gingerbread house. <laughs> All different colors. Looking. You got. We're gonna take a picture of our microphones after this and post it we on Instagram. It. We have a video it's just so to do it. <laughs> and you should. Okay, so we're like really in a luxurious setting for once because we're literally it's in my apartment. <laughs> I know. No. Wait a second. You've seen us before. Closet, usually. And Melissa's not in her closet either. What's no, happening? Melissa, I know. Okay, so we actually got the inspo from you because we were sitting in that my kitchen island, and I was like, it sounds like we're in a kitchen island. Like, and so Taylor's like, we have to get in your closet, which is shaped like a triangle. It's like, you know, it's, it's not like me and her back setup. to back. Like, take the Olsen no, 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 twins. No, no, Taylor's literally underneath. Like, she's got my coats are bangs on her, and then I'm like over by the door. We look Wait, so. I'm crazy. always in the summer. I, yeah, I'm always in the summer. You're, you're in winter. Like, I look. You were like, you're in the summer. I'm in the winter. Yes. And then sometimes we're in shoes, which I love that it sounds like so much b- bigger than it is. So it's like, not. it's all it, one triangle. It is. It sounds very really big. Right it triangle. sounds great. It sounds great. Okay, yeah, love it. very and, rich yes, closet. Yes. And the microphones are usually like on your lapel, but we're holding them like an actual microphone, like we're interviewing somebody. So it? we got a gumdrop like. on a wire, and we're talking into it like it's a very serious. I'm okay with it though. I'm okay with it. I'm I because honestly, it makes it less serious. Castions are colorful. There's an orange one, a red one. Only because I lost the blue ones, Jacqueline. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Oh my, oh god. my god, carding these are like so crazy. Also, Podcasting is a full time. Can, oh. can I just tell you how expert level the four or five women at this table have to be <laughs> at audio production due to all the? I have new cables and things that I never knew I would own in this project. Like you become a whole other person when you have a podcast. And then by you, the way. you do something right, and then the next day you're like, "How was it? What did we do last week? Yeah, what did we say? Oh, how, and is what, it okay? Plugged this into what? I have what one question for you guys doing a podcast for a while. Is it the weirdest thing to listen to it later? Because that that episode <laughs> happened it. a minute ago. You know, like yeah. listening to yourself over again. I, I think it. it's the weirdest thing ever. I think everyone <laughs> hates listening to their voice, right? You're like, ugh, stop. It's like a screech on a chalkboard. I, it's not my voice. It's more Check. or less like 
oh my god like are we really like that are we really not dumb <laughs> try seeing yourself try seeing yourself on a reality show okay oh, okay no, no, Jacqueline. I, can barely, I can barely someone can barely put me on snapchat without me being like i look fat, she has to edit down. her instagram yeah. photos on it stories so crazy okay yes. Jacqueline. Yeah, this everything. brings me to my next thing because honestly i've been wanting to ask you this for a long time Kasha and i have been working really hard in life and like moving up and obviously like you're in a different part of your career than we were um now you were born not famous correct like right. your family is not like yeah. a famous family um so how was that going from like a normal person yeah. to being famous on reality TV? Because I, I know that that's like a, a question that yeah. no celebrity ever gets asked. They're always like, how was the show? And I, I really don't <laughs> care how the show was. Yeah. I care. Like, how was your life transformed from going to like a normal person yeah. catapulted into this, you know, social media slash community of people that, you know, made you famous? Um, there's so many answers to this because there's good and there's bad. Okay, give us give us one of both. I, I think okay. your favorite and your least favorite. Okay, so, I mean, it's almost like having a lot more friends and a lot more enemies. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. That's good. Um, you have to have thick skin. You can't, you have to know who you are, know who you, you surround yourself with in your daily life. And that's who you focus on, not the people that you don't you know the faceless people behind a screen that are trying to insult you or whatever it's like some people just do it as a sport and then for me um honestly when my son was diagnosed with autism I never would have gotten the support I got for him and gotten through all that without the support of you know from being on the show the people that I met the people that helped me the advice I got from people that from social media like that was the best thing that came out of all of this was the people that were able to help me and my family that I was in turn able to go and help other families that was probably the best highlight of everything the the second best thing was probably all the free that I got (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you there Uh, we tell everybody all the time our Venmo address can I talk on this for a second because I have to say I was friends with her for many years before oh this, before she was on the show. So all of a sudden, she's on all kinds of magazines. You walk into the grocery store, and it's like, wait a second. These talk shows that I used I'm to like, watch wait, for years. I'm like, wait, no, this isn't normal. Like, it was, it was surreal. It was a very weird feeling for me. It was like, wait a second. She's, like, famous now. Like, yeah. it, you, you, you're you like, How, do, is she the same person? Like, what's going on? It was weird. It was just weird. Yeah, it, it it's weird because, like, I didn't realize what was happening. Because you think, like, no one's going to watch this. Like, it's not really, nothing's going to really come of it. We're just kind of, like, exploring, you know. You're this. being yourself, like, yeah, I, for and, what it is. And then all of a sudden somebody recognizes you on the street. And I just remember the first time that happened. I'm like, that's so bizarre. Like, <laughs> It was a, it was a really surreal, surreal, weird feeling, and like you know, going on these interviews to on shows that I always watched on TV that I, now I was a part of, and you kind of see behind the scenes, and then you get over it pretty quick, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's what happens behind the scenes, okay, and then you're kind of like numb to it, and it's just sort of like a routine thing. But it is in, like I love meeting people, and I'm an army brat. I've traveled, you know, my whole life. I've moved around like ten times. I've lived. Wow like in other countries and everything. So for me, I've always been having to meet new people. Adaptable. So, yeah, adaptable and everything. So me being able to meet new people, I'll stop and talk to people that come up to me forever. Like, you know, I, it's like meeting a new friend. So it's kind of cool like that. Um, All right. And now the worst thing, because I, yeah. I feel like you're so positive the, as like a, as like a 
a personality. Taylor really yeah. wanted to I hear the know, crappy part. I want to know the crap part <clears throat> because I think that fame personally, like I always assumed well, fame would just suck hard because you yeah. can't, you don't have a break. Like I always just assumed like everybody like is constantly judging you. Like yeah. what's your, and and your positives, by the way, weren't what I were, was expecting you to say with positives because if I was on reality television, I'd be like, girl, the best thing about that was the checks. The money was Amazed. so good. But okay. no, not first season. First season, it sucked. Okay. But by the time I left, it was really good. Okay, so what's what's Love your least favorite thing about being being famous? Not even on the show, just people knowing you. Um, no, people know me is fine, but it's the haters, the, the, the negativity. You know, like I'm a, an empathetic person and I'm the type of person I absorb other people's energies. So when I'm getting like attacked on social media and people are saying things about me that aren't true like that's a big thing for me and sometimes like even things in the press like they'll take like a partial truth and they'll turn it into this whole twisted story that's not true at all or you know like pieces of something and then you're like that's not my story like that's not me or that's not and that's frustrating because it's like your character you're you know and you're like wow that didn't happen like that or that's not me and that's not the truth, you know, and that's that's annoying. It's not anything you can control either yeah. because you participated in a show yeah. that's kind of like, and you know, going down that. people are constantly judging you. But you yeah. know, like you constantly have to prove yourself to people. Yeah, it's like I want to be like, no, that's not true. Like, and sometimes I'll argue with the haters, but only usually just like right around my period time. I'm like, <laughs> only I'll, some I'll, days. She's really, she's really good at it's it. True. She's really sassy. I No, I'll like you take it. Be. I'll take it, take it, take it. I'm like, totally cool. Whatever. Say whatever. And then that week before my period, I'm like, really? Go f*** yourself. <laughs> She'll go back three weeks ago and, and she's like, up. what? No, but then which, I'm like, which, which one is the big Where was that? <laughs> oh my God, she's bookmarking you guys. There's oh only God, one. No. There's only no. one. I know, even on the Durose account, sometimes I look and I like, because she'll post something I'm like, oh, we love you. And then everyone's like, Ugh, they say this some crappy thing. Yeah, like I commented yeah, on yeah. somebody and I was like, you know, I clapped back a little. Like it's yeah. not really my battle, but it's like, yeah. you know, like I, that when, I would hate. It's funny when people on my page, they'll defend me when someone says something bad and you see people are like going back Arguing. and forth and we they're fighting it. on my page. I'm like, should I delete that? Should I delete no. that comment? No. They got to see the rebuttals. But, uh, like they got to yeah. know what they're up against. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it boosts, it boosts you, you by the way. I look, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't delete it. Yeah. The algorithm is, is there yeah. to help you. Yeah. The people that were talking about her getting Botox or fillers from Rose probably called you the next day to make an appointment. Oh my God, probably. <laughs> Can I just tell you? Probably. Yeah, it was really funny because not that we didn't expect you to have a Vegas following, but mm. like we're down for any kind of influencer to come in. But literally like so many people were like, so, um... You do Jacqueline's work. Uh, okay, can I have the nurse who did that? And we're like, okay. Oh but like God, that awesome. spike that whole week, I was like, oh my God, yeah. It, it's it good though because the, it's it's people wanting to experience that. I'm very open about what I do. I don't try to hide it. Which is refreshing because a lot of people don't. But I think right. it's the nature of the show also. Like I think when you choose to do reality television, it's also the watcher wants to be a part of Like yeah. there is nothing more in my lifetime, regardless of what I feel about the Kardashians, that I want to do than to be a fly at the wall at dinner. <laughs> Okay, like, 
regardless <laughs> it's so interesting it's incredibly like i want to be there too like i want to know all about it i want to know about jordan kylie i want to know about every single thing yeah, so i, I want to be invited to stormy world i would like the merch <laughs> me too like. i want to i if i could endure travis scott's mosh pits i do that too but right i think we have a little bit of an obsession here no, but it's just it's the pinnacle of reality Burger television on. i i unfortunately have not gotten to watch as much reality television as i want and i've only learned about the kardashians because of my own makeup business everybody's showing me the photos and you know you go to events and they're there but i think honestly reality television is such a phenomenon and social media because people actually want to participate with you yeah and they feel like they know you because it's like oh it's real it's reality you're not playing a character you're jacqueline and we want to know jacqueline and i want you know to go to lunch with you and it's like crazy so the way they portray is not always how they really are so that's the part that's where it gets tricky because you're when we're filming a reality show you're seeing 20 percent of what we're actually filming that's it. Okay, well, where can we find the BA? 80%. Yeah, and there's some good stuff <laughs> some time that to kill. 80%. Yeah. Because sometimes they're protecting somebody. Like, you know, Trace on our show, she was getting a ton of hate. They wanted to clean up her image. So they weren't showing half the stuff she was doing or saying. So, that you know, sometimes they'll pick certain things and they'll pull certain things out of people to show specific things. But, you know, like, they could show, you know, it's hard. Like, you're seeing... You know, a conversation that would be three hours in a three-minute slot. Right. You know like what I mean? Like, for instance, they could take something that you said today and something Ashley said the next day and put them together. Right. As if it happened it look, in the same thing. Right. Yeah. So that actually leads into our second question. What would you give – what advice would you give somebody who wants to be famous? Famous in what way? Like on a reality show? Ooh, oh, okay. So that's like a good question back to us. I I could never participate on a reality show because I personally don't think that I'm that like even on this podcast I'm like oh my god I'm not that interesting. Um, so always will find something. Um, <laughs> the producers we I say think that every that, season. I think just fame in general because we have a lot of young girls that are always like how did you become successful? And I think Cashin and I don't necessarily think of ourselves as successful. We we think like we're hard workers. So I'm like when you think of your fame and when you think of like the notoriety you've got when people want to be there like girls want to be even on reality instagram models are a good example too because i think there are good people who are, are searching for fame like it going from not famous to famous mm-hmm. what would you tell like a young girl or boy today about that transition like what about it do they need to know or any well, like warnings yeah well be careful what you wish for okay because you know um it depends you've got to make it what you like try to stay in the positive don't read the blogs don't read comments and things like that do what you do and then don't read you know if you want to read your own page or reply to your own people that's fine the first couple seasons on the show I would read every like blog I'd read all the comments whatever after that like you just stop reading it because it's usually a lot of negativity the people people are more likely to say negative things than come on there and say something positive so you're better off staying away from any of that blogs and gossip stuff that's out there things are going to get twisted it's better not even to comment on it because it'll go away in a day or two if you comment on it it just keeps it going and going and going so when bad things come out or whatever you're better not commenting on it i mean i didn't always do that because i'm like very vocal <laughs> like, it's not interesting if yeah, i say yeah, something sometimes like a lot of stuff. people want to be famous but they don't they don't realize what it comes, comes with. with yeah that's why we want to have this and, conversation because it's yeah. like we're getting to the point where success and fame are now synonymous i mean you, you want to go to the grocery store with no makeup your hair in a bun you're in your sweats and whatever and someone comes up to you and they're like they, <laughs> I, no i would because i know they wouldn't recognize me so i wouldn't care they'd be like they wouldn't even know (laughs) 
they're but like, like it's they like do. if I they take know. a picture and then they put it on social media and you know what I mean like you always feel like you have to be like in yeah, or you just don't care you just have to not care I think I would be a little Amy Schumer vibes she's like in a hoodie I no makeup do you know, like do you know what a vibes. lot of the girls do in the show and I never did <laughs> no, this no you would not no, I think no, at some point I think at some point if, if you want to no. push yourself further, this is what the other girls on the show did, which I did not do. They had photographers, wherever they would go do something publicly, wherever they were, a restaurant, they would be at the beach, they would be whatever. They had their own photographers that would take pictures of them out, like almost like their own paparazzi. Then they give them to the magazines to write a story. Okay, so they so, put themselves they loser out on loser crime. This is literally right. what Kim Kardashian has been doing I know, for the but last can you imagine us calling the paparazzi? <gasps> Paparazzi. That's the only way on, on the gonna, beach. That's the only way people are going to take pictures of us. And then that's, that's how you get your name out. I I couldn't. I TMZ. never did that. Yeah. Where's TMZ? TMZ's Jacqueline? really missing out on all I, this cuteness. I was cuteness. caught sometimes, okay. like in Miami. Like sometimes there's places you go, like California and Miami. Sometimes there are paparazzi there that take pictures. But other than that, no one is at your house. No one is at your private, you know, dinner. Well, you did have paparazzi. people driving Whatever. by your house. Well, I did have people driving by my house, but not paparazzi. Oh my god. Okay. Tell. Well, no, did you ever have a you story? Was it like no, no? Was it a you story? Well, did you have stalker status? Something? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk no. about that. Oh, Oh. Okay, okay. We won't I, ask you if you've ever been stalked because I think that's too personal I did, a question. I did have somebody ringing my, two guys ringing my doorbell before and they kept ringing it over and over again and they're like, <gasps> we're not going away until you come down and open right the door. Yeah, they're like, we're not oh coming down until you open the door. See, and I think this is the, the statement to why I could not be like a super famous person because I'm not coordinated. Like, they'd kill me. <laughs> I'm just, I would get murdered I'm already. I'm way too introverted for that. Like, I can't. You're so nice to your fans. You're so sweet. I'm like, I can't. Girl, I'm, I'm like, like tunnel the vision. I'm going straight to where I need to go and I'm out. <laughs> I will release my German Shepherd on you. But there are people too. Like everybody's very nice. Like I've never witnessed a bad. There was one bad incident I ever had. If you would call it bad, I was out to dinner with the girls. There was a guy that came over and he was like, "Oh my God, hi!" And he was very nice, very polite. Just you know, I love your show. Blah blah blah. Went sat down with his girlfriend. Ate on his way out. He was like, we were still there eating and he waved back and he was with a girl and he goes, hey, I'll be watching the new season. And the girl goes, I won't. And I'm like, "Okay, minus one. Bye. (laughs) But that was like the only negative thing I ever had. No one has ever said anything to my face. Like everyone's always been so friendly. When she used to come to town, she'd she'd want to go out to eat or go out and have drinks or whatever. And I'm like, can we just stay in? Because every time we go out. Chill's like I can't deal with you. Like I want, I want your time. (laughs) (laughs) But what I was saying is, in in New Jersey, and Melissa knows, like people don't bother me as much there locally because they're they're probably pissed off because they're like, you guys represent New Jersey. We don't like how you represent because they're housewives and they're wild. And they're, they're hating. And they're, they're they don't like jealous. that, you know. So okay, no one really bothers you. Can I just tell you, you as a West Coaster what my perception of New Jersey is? Like, like the prestigious you're pinnacle. Really of helping States. out New Jersey for my perception right now. No, I mean, it is like, really, it's yeah. gorgeous where they where they live. Not no, that no, it's obvious, not gorgeous. Like, it's an aspirational show. Like they're not gonna have like the schmoes of you know Jersey all up in there. But like I, you know, it's like the schmoes of New Jersey. I watch that. Would be my show. Me and Taylor. It would be the schmoes of Vegas, and it's us here. Yes. I listened to another podcast, which is my favorite. It's called The Morning Toast. So I don't know if you listen to it, but it's these two girls who live in New York, but they talk um, pop culture all the time, but they talk about New Jersey housewives because it's on and how Teresa is like probably on her way Scum. out. It's like her last. Yeah. She like 
sucks. But like this is she and she's always sucked. Right? I heard like, she's played out. I think they're thinking about getting she whatever. is played out because her storyline and she's a told everybody she's not getting along with anyone. I don't want and we're not season. interested in your relationship any longer. Actually, Jill, we do have questions for you. Ah! I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so for me, I'm actually really excited for Jill because as a fat Jewish princess, I hate <laughs> being fit. So okay, wait a second. Hold on a second. When I went I into into the room to talk to your mom earlier, I was like, I just want to look like Taylor. I just want to look like Taylor. I can't. That's all I said. And all right? I want to look like is Jill. So you want to look like for me from <laughs> okay, neck up, we'll and I want to look like from we'll you switch. neck down. <laughs> Like we would be switch. the perfect person I'm together. Okay and and the hair. You can like, keep your hair. Your hair is way longer. And no, but you're, I, no, we're, okay. Okay, so my thing is, have you always been thin? So if you have never seen Jill before, she has gorgeous, deep, long, dark, raven black hair and a body that Real will big not quit boobs. and perfect boobies. So what, have you always been so perfect? Okay, and a bubble butt. So <laughs> tiny. I had to work for the bubble butt, okay? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Um, I have always been super thin, okay, like to the point of where I was made fun of. Like if you like like how overweight people are made fun of, I was made fun of because I was skinny. It was like, oh, you're too skinny. You need to eat. You eat like a bird, which you know how I eat. She eats. I eat a lot. Like I love to eat. It's just the way my metabolism is. But I got into fitness when I was probably 16, 17, and I have to work out to have a shape or I just look like a stick figure. Okay, so your love for working out came out by the way that you looked. Right. But what is a lesson that you really learned from working out? Because I struggle. Like, it feels good. I look good. It's whatever. But when my life gets busy, like, how did you make this a lifestyle? Because you, you can tell. It, it's super hard. It is not easy. It's I'll work a 10-hour shift, and then I have to work out. I have to. Like, it's just, it's about how you want to look. So everybody has different goals in life. It's about, do I want to look in the mirror and look like this? Or do I want to look like that? And for me, I have goals for myself in this. I want to look a certain way. So it, I guess. You're so regimented. You don't, you, you go. I know. I force myself to go. Has and it been a, a positive regiment? Because I think like a lot of my delusion on getting fit is like it becomes an obsession. Like I've had the friends who are fat because I used to be 75 pounds heavier. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, like, I, I think had to. like we have this conversation too. I think a lot of people go to the gym for punishment, right? So like the relationship with the gym is so important because you're going because you have to reach a goal, but it's not a long term relationship. Yeah. Right? Ha- you have to think of it as long term. Like right. for me also, because I'm getting older, I'm going to be 46 in a couple months in March. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so I look at it like I need to stay healthy. I need to do everything that I can to, to keep my body healthy and to stay young. So I think I look at it that way also when I look at, you know, the way I eat and everything like that. Okay, so keeping healthy, what is your one, like, tip that you would tell people, millennials mainly, because I feel like that's, like, our struggle. You're in a different generation category, but you are beautiful and still, like, do everything. I, I feel like you're a millennial. I feel like both of you are millennials, by the way. I'm <laughs> we like, are. We are. Like, we I'm are Gen, I'm no, Gen we are. X. I'm like, no, Thanks. you're millennials. Um, <laughs> but how would you tell, like we're busy. We're stressed out. I feel like out of any generation, my mom is still to this day. Like, I don't know how you guys deal with the level of stress. My sister, everybody's like, I could not have dealt I mean, with that These pounds and gain themselves. I'm like, oh, wine night? Because I'm sad. It's eight days wine, a week. wine time a day. Wine hour. Day? Wine day? It's yeah, wine salad. Bad. Okay, the wine's bad. The wine's bad. <laughs> okay, what? what's a good okay, thing? The, okay, the thing that you have to do is you have to meal prep or you have to pay for a meal prep company and you have to stick to your meals. Yes, you can eat whatever you want. If you're craving something, eat it. Don't deny yourself, you know. Um, 
Huh? Crowd out. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. You just have to. And, and if you want to work out, you have to say, okay, I'm going to work out in the morning from, you know, even if it's 30 minutes, do a full body workout. It doesn't matter. Do it at least like three or four days a week so you're doing something. You've got to find the time if it's important to you. If it's not, then, you know. Then you'll be fat. Then you'll be fat. <laughs> the end. So sorry end. for you. You want to look like me or you want to look like you? Um, okay. And then I guess it's so You guys interesting. are both gorgeous. Stop. Yeah. Thank you. We've both gained and lost weight together and separately. So it's it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a struggle. It's true. Together you know it's true. Together we have gained weight and together we have lost weight. And then separately we have also I that. love working out. And it's exactly what Jill said. You also, it became my addiction. So if I don't work out, I feel like I didn't do something the day. And it's like, it's missing in my, in my bones. And you feel guilty. I feel guilty. And when you put that dress on, when you go out on Friday night. Oh, I feel very (laughs) wrong, wrong, wrong hole. (laughs) She was, Joe was just talking with her headphones and she's talking to the ear. ear, Yeah. Peace. Use your tiny microphone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought this was my tiny. Use the mini mic, please. Wait, I just can't right now. And then sometimes for people, sometimes like it takes time to like get dressed, go to the gym. Like I remember I used to do hot yoga and it was like I would get dressed. I would go to the gym. I would be there doing my hot yoga and then I would be all sweaty and disgusting and I couldn't do any errands. You don't have to go to the gym. It would take up my whole freaking day. Now I've learned. I can do workouts online, online that are just as intense and just exactly. as good. And Where, okay, so Jill, you recommend online workouts? I love online workouts. I love, if that's what's workouts, for I love you, it. You know, if if you're like you guys, you guys like are super busy. Do that. You guys are super busy. You guys are working all the time. If you want, like like what I do, I can send videos for, like for full body workouts for you guys to do every morning or in the evening you're not doing it in the evening you guys are drinking wine i don't even know what i'm saying okay <laughs> let me just okay. Wait, I, 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 don't, I, don't, drink I do go to the gym well, i think people get more luscious <laughs> i think cash and i have gotten the lush reputation but it's so funny because i, I actually, actually only drink once to twice a week and yeah. it's only on friday and saturday and because i go to I was kidding. my boot camp no 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 but like Maybe. because before it was like 100 percent true like we're having every wine. day because I love nothing more than having wine in my house alone. Which I, stuff, I, lo- I love it. What is oh the problem? God. I love it. I there is like, no problem. This is so great. Oh my god! I watch my shows. Are you kidding? And then I sit there so buzzed after like two hundred yes. glasses of wine, and I'm just staring like, at the numb. TV like like no. It's not even yeah. turn. It's not even turn. It's like I look crazy. It's my. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, <laughs> you know. And then I had to really ring that in. So because uh, you're doing you're doing it out of like. <laughs> As a millennial, I think we're soul sisters right now. <laughs> Honestly, as a millennial, I feel like life is just so stressful in general. It, even not millennial, it's just we all love yeah. to it's dream. It's a hard it's time. It's a hard knock here. life right now, <laughs> Annie style. It's a hard knock life. It is. Life is uh, rough. It's rough. It was just we were talking about this yesterday. I'm like, oh my god, like our rent. Like I live alone, right? And I have for like a while now. And I'm just like, I told my boyfriend, I was like, if you're not ready to move in, I have to get a sugar daddy. I'm not joking. Or I have to sell my feet pics. I don't know what to do. But like, if you're not going to step up, someone else is going to step up. That's all I'm going to say. So I I know. And she's trying hard. He goes, can you wrangle a sugar daddy for both of us? And I was like, can we both get one? I I was like, yes. (laughs) Vegas is all about that. Vegas. Put that pineapple out front. (laughs) 
No swinger vibes. I can't. Oh I don't think God. I could share. We're not sharing. I would be so jealous. I would beat somebody's Psychopath. Ass. I don't even share my drinks, you guys. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. My boyfriend. Get out of here. Literally, I when she opened the olives, she's like, don't touch them with your fingers. She was like, I opened the olives. Oh, she literally stuck the cord in my don't drink. And I'm like, you dare. I'm all psycho. about germs. I mean, guess what? Psycho. I'm never sick. I can go a whole year and not be sick. Unless it's like you're oh. not, unless it's like your kid, and then they like go to school. The one thing I'll that I couldn't is kids. The Florida no, that's me. She's that's so me. nasty. I'm, she really is. Taylor is me. nasty too. And you know what? You guys get to go to the movie theater. I am, and we're not sick. You know out. who's sick? You're sick no, no. all the time. You were sick too. Oh, you know why? Because you went face. to New York and went in the dirty airport, and and you came home and you gave us the flu. It's not my fault. I I legitimately gave everybody in the clinic the flu. Everybody, you're the Wait, I don't gone? use antibacterial soap. We don't want it. <gasps> get I out. Wait, that I don't need that for you. That is no, wait, so wait. Bad. I don't no, need no, no. it because it's it's not. It's not good. I wash my good. hands so much, like a thousand times. A day. Germs are good for you. I think um, they have to use it here at the clinic. Okay, so thank God yeah. at the clinic. It's interesting though because my dad cooking was never as super strict as he is in medicine so i think they're like very two different things i think that going to the grocery store and wiping your hands with the sanitizer is useful if someone like has the flu and touched it but i do agree with jacqueline i'm like you need a little bit of the dirt vibes because it keeps like children can go and lick the floor and be just fine and then i'm not supposed to be so I get it. I think we all need to be a little bit dirty, but it, it, in the best of I've ways. Been there. Eat That's all I'm dirt. saying. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna oh, say. Little, book, tiny bit. I'm just saying I like to wash my hands. Do you gotta read the book? Eat dirt. <laughs> um, I do every day. I don't know if I need a book about it, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty. Taylor, Taylor dropped three olives on the floor and I go, bitch. throw them away. And she started cracking Jacqueline would eat them. So she's so Taylor. And she started laughing. She goes, you know what family I come from? I go, I know. And that's why we don't share drinks. I'm just I just told out. you I felt like we were like you. And I'm not the one who gave the clinic flu. That's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, but JFK with your queen story. JFK experience. We have condoms on these ears, on these, on these headphones. Tell like, no, tell no, no, no tell our listeners. Sex right now. I'm wanting to okay, eat your microphone. Okay, right our now, listeners Jill. don't know. Looks so like literally, when Jill was putting in the headphones that we have for the setup at at the podcast, she's like, "Oh, I don't know if I can put in these headphones <laughs> because it's like unprotected, you know." Set. Like, do you have condoms for your headphones? I'm like, "Oh my god, what a great idea for one!" And if that yeah. company exists. Wait, I have to you say, are eligible for that's the one thing. That, my husband was just on a flight flying back from New York and um, he, I guess he stole a pair of headphones someone left behind. And they <laughs> got well, they got it because they charged me $5. No, no, no. They, they $6. Weren't, no, no, no. No, no. They weren't from the airline. They were somebody's oh. personal, like, extra special headphones. And Wait, he, he gave them? them to me. Because they and left you them got behind. An ear infection. No, and I'm like, you got Ew. herpes. What I said, happened? no, get those little rubber things replaced, and I'll use them. But Wait. I don't want to put them in my ear because I don't know I what they were in. I love you, like, I love you in. so much. I found these on the airplane. Like <laughs> I thought of you, like a dirty penny. They were wireless. Like, they were in a pretty this? case. They were gorgeous. But He's I'm like, like so if you're listening it? and you lost your headphones, you're not getting them back. Yeah, ever. No. that's all we're saying. They're oh, mine yeah. now. But I was like, replace the rubber part and I'll use them because I, I I don't know why that's I the one thing. I think you should just buy a new pair. Like, let's not buy a new rubber. Honestly, Jacqueline, you need to put on on Instagram that you're the one who received them because if I found out that you received my headphones 
I'd be okay that I lost them on the Southwest flight. Like, oh, whatever that was, it'd be fine. They're not I want a picture with them. I want you to I want you to do anything. Someone's tampon. Tag me on Instagram. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. But that's why I stopped watching Orange is the New Black if you haven't seen it. Um, they put like a tampon in someone's... You made me go down they that do? rabbit hole. Because I started watching that. The, did you see that? It's like at the beginning when they put a tampon in, in the new girl's, uh, in Piper's like sandwich, breakfast sandwich. <gasps> and then oh, I, I stopped like watching bloody, it and I go... Bloody one? Yes. And I had to stop watching it. I go, you know what? I'm good. Okay. That also, did you tell everybody about Jailbirds? Because you were in my year last year with that. Oh my god! Tell them about I didn't jailbirds. Your, I made it. Were you in jail? Tell them about jailbirds. No, I would never survive in jail. I would deteriorate. In jail. <laughs> tell them about jailbirds. They have no makeup and no curly. Are you oh, crazy? My hands, my You guys, I was arrested once. What? Tell me. I spent okay, one Jacqueline, night in jail. Tell us about <laughs> your one night in jail. One night in jail. <laughs> I gotta tell you my experience. <laughs> Are you sure you want to talk about yeah, this? Right I'm ready. Yeah. We're ready. Okay. So. Once upon a time, I was dating this guy. <laughs> per the way the story always starts. So anyway, <sighs> Here we I go. decided I'm breaking up with him. And he was smoking pot or something. And I had asked him to get out. We, we were she actually acts like that's what made we were him act- crazy. Well, yeah, we were, we were actually living <laughs> together at the time. And I was like, get I want you out of here. Whatever, whatever. We started getting this huge fight and it got like a little crazy. And um. He, wait, what was the first part? Oh, he was screaming in my ear for me to talk to him because I was telling him to get out. And he was screaming in my ear really loud. And I was like, do not scream in my ear again or I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, I'm watching Melrose Place. <gasps> oh, so, so you were ready. This was like a long time ago. She ready. So anyway, he did it again. He screamed in my ear one more time. Talk to me. Talk to me. And back then you couldn't pause I, Melrose I, Place. I was ignoring him. Or record it. I was, yeah. Yeah, it was so long ago. So I was ignoring him and he was screaming in my ear and I said, do it again. I'm going to punch you in the face. So he did. I punched him in the face because he I warned the cops him. on you. I did that at well, a party no, once. Um, well, wait, did he? Wait, I or did know, I call? But he did. I can't remember. Someone called the cops. Yeah. So then I threatened him because he was smoking pot at the time, and I was like, "Get your shit out! I'm calling. I'm telling the cop." So he, no, he called. The, oh, so then he started choking me. He was choking me. <gasps> Absolutely not. Yes. So he was choking me. It was like this whole ugly scene, and then I don't remember who called the cops, but someone called the cops. I can't remember. The cops came because it's a domestic dispute. Yeah. The cops came. He starts telling the cop. Listen, it was my fault. I did this. I did that. Whatever. And I and of course, me, I always have to tell the truth. I'm like, well, I hit him first because he was screaming in my ear. And because the cops didn't know who started it. When she's in this. So so the cops didn't know whose fault it was. So they arrested the both of us. Okay. And we had to spend a night in jail before because my parents wouldn't bail me out. And the judge. (laughs) So rude. The judge was coming. You had to talk to the judge on the Monday or whatever. I think it was a Sunday and the judge was going to be. What did you look On a TV screen. So anyway, I did not look good. Do we have that picture? So please have your mugshot so we can make coasters. That's all we care about. (laughs) No, it's, it's, what do you call it? Expunged now. Um, Because it was a, it was called a misdemeanor in the end. So what happened was. I got arrested. So I had to go in. I had to do the fingerprints. I had to get naked. Get naked. <gasps> I had to take a shower in front of somebody, no. turn around, bend over, spread my butt cheeks, cough. <laughs> was it a lady? I was on my period. No. They put oh. me in a uniform. I had to. You're describing I had a pad. Now. They gave me this gigantic pad to put in, but no underwear. So I had it stuck in these like 
you know, prison garb, whatever the hell that is. A crime in itself. Yeah. And I, I the couldn't. The real crime. My hair in. is naturally curly, wavy, whatever. So I had to wash it. So it's dry and gross. There's no conditioner. <laughs> Wait, there's no conditioner. So There's no conditioner in that would be the crime stopper of and the century. Only, Shampoo only. Wait, and there's only a fine tooth comb. And I had hair down to my ass. I went in. They put me in a room. I acted like I was going to be there 100 years. I'm like, I'm doing push-ups. I'm working out. I'm going to look hot when I get this out sounds like saying that in a boy's house. I'm not even shampoo only. And a fine-tooth comb. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. It's oh college. God. Push-ups and no food. No tampons. It's a boy's house. <laughs> Guys, so if I, you stay the night in a boys' house, you've been to prison. So I stayed. <laughs> so they put us, they put, they check us in the whole thing. They put me in like my own little cell amongst other cells, and this there's a big common area. They lock the doors at a certain time. You're in there the entire night until they tell you the doors unlock the next day, and you come out. You feel like a freaking criminal. You're you are a criminal, free range criminal. I, I use the a frizzy the, criminal. Oh, the worst kind. You have a mugshot. No wait. I used the wrapper from the toothpaste holder to tie my hair like pebbles on the top part of my head so it would be out of my face and it was all curly That's, everywhere. That was literally our esthetician's hair today. A trendsetter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait did you have to be in there with like, like, no, I was like in there hookers? My, and yes, but I was in my own the best cell. In I was in my own little cell for the night. And then the next morning we came out. We they were in the common area. You, you like watch you know, TV where everybody's talking. There's people in there for all different things. And then they put, then they're like, okay, you know, I was only in there for a few hours in that day, but they put chains on your ankles and they're like, you have to go talk to the judge. Me and my ex were both, the guys came out on one side, the girls were on the other, and he was like across from me and we were already laughing. And we're like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but we're still waking up. (laughs) Wait till we get home. These chains are about to be permanent. Sorry about that. So then we we go through the whole thing. We stand in front of the judge, whatever. And then they're like, they basically said, you have six weeks of communities. uh, No, six weeks of anger management. I think this is the first of you coming out with this. No, first season of Bravo. They asked about it. Yes. Before first season of Bravo on BravoTV.com. They said, what is something people don't know about you? And I said, did you go into detail like this? Well, they didn't ask me. I said, I was arrested once for fighting. It is so. Um, And they I want to put it on the record. Jacqueline <laughs> went to jail for doing what she said she was going to do. <laughs> and you know that what? That should not be a crime. My boyfriend not not a she crime. threatened him first. Like he should have. Like he, he was yelling. Guys, she was said, I'm about to punch you in the face. I said, get out of my ear or I'm going to punch you. And he kept doing it. So the you no, no, went no. to jail for being a Jer- Jersey girl. Okay, you went to jail for like literally doing. And Karma I warned came you. back wait, with no conditioner. Wait, and, by the way, I'm can you imagine what she looked like when she I came would, out I when was, they picked her yes, up? Yes, because I picture I was, myself and what I would look like. And if I got a fight with my boyfriend, domestic dispute would never happen. I was born in New Jersey too. Crazy. But I, oh, no. I actually smile. I think I smiled. You, I, have, I, to look, you no, have to no, make the most of it. Smirk. No, when they did when they did my picture, I was like, wait, do I smile? No, that looks like I'm not being punished. What do I do? Do I smile? No, do I say straight? I know what to do. When she's in that mood, she is such an ass. she literally is. You don't want to. You don't want to see that side of her. Okay, so, Jill so and we Melissa. both got in trouble. But anyway, we were both. It was expunged, and we both just had six week of anger management, but, and it was over. And then, did you break up were, immediately no, after? Well, actually, I think we were still together we after that. But after we were friends. We were friends. We were friends after that. Can we talk about what we think he did too? 
With what? Oh my god, is wait, is he a stalker? Serial killer. <laughs> I don't know. The allegations. <laughs> is he Harvey Weinstein? Is he Jeffrey Epstein? All the Weinsteins, Epsteins, Epstein's, all the Steens right now Steens. are just not it's doing steeny well. Steeny vibes. <gasps> steeny crimes. Steeny crimes. Yeah, no. So is it a steeny crime? Huh? Is it a steen? That's crime? gonna be ours because it's Harvey Weinstein. It was a misdemeanor. And, or was it Jeffrey Epstein I mean, crime? But I could have been out like that hour but because my dad's like you know mr colonel he's like no you did that you're gonna stay there for the night you're gonna suffer first of all if dorinda and arthur ever leave me in prison (laughs) (laughs) whether it's for beating date or not oh my god there will be repercussions mom would run there mark my words well depending on the crime depending it depends on the crime it depends i don't know i don't know i loved anger management classes it was quite what lovely. did it teach you what did and it teach that's you? why she's All such a happy person <laughs> that's person. why she's not back on social media that, that, needs, are. that needs to be your 12th it grade worked. elective it maybe worked. we all need this it was literally it worked for okay, a few years look over ladies and duro say go to uh anger, anger management screw home ec okay i think that should be 12th elective. grade elective <laughs> Look at Melissa shaking her head. She goes, you know what? Can I go to bed? Yeah. Like, hello, are we oh, done? honey, I'm no, sorry. Was... You're all the way over there and it's 1025. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this, she goes, spreading goodbye. the butt cheeks when you have your period bent over. That wasn't the fun part. Um, I feel like that's it's why you It's the most glamorous moment, but you know what? I feel like I would take that any day than frizzy hair. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I it tested her hair. early. Like, that happened before you ever were on, like, like before you were married. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that you imagine? You. There is I've a real currently on OC that's dealing with a DUI right now. Oh, and I don't even know her name. But Who I saw that, too. Who wow. Look it up. Oh, my gosh. Joe's like, know it. Joe's like, I know her. I don't like up unless you know. No, we, me and my no, ex, it's, it's at the time, the one that we room. both got arrested, we both were made. We both went to the anger management classes together, and we were totally friends after. Okay. It wasn't a federal crime, or a and felony. I'm not a criminal. It wasn't a felony. It was a misdemeanor, and I learned my lesson. Never and he should have listened punch to you. a boyfriend in the face when he is screaming in your and face. I feel like never admit to it to the police. <laughs> Women, they, really they the were just, exactly. Honestly, the police were just going to take him. They were ready to just she take was, him, she, and he was ready for them oh, to you're just being take kind him. Angel. I, no, I was like, she gets in this. But I, he, they were ready to thing. take him. He took full responsibility, and they were ready to take him. And I said, no, but actually, I hit him in the face. <laughs> I told like, the truth. I need to see what jail is. I don't know. I was like. Early twenties. Okay, but I hear the one in Green Valley is very nice. Yeah, but the one downtown is a dump. But but we know Green Valley's more strict. But they've got flat screen TVs. I'll take a I'll take a metro officer over. There was a big TV officer any day. I will. There's a what? There's a big TV. It's so different. What I learned was the girls steal each other's sugar packets and there was a girl that i Dang did it. get out of Wait, my face there was a I'm girl for okay there's separate rooms and there were and once you go in your room and if your door closes before it's time to close like you're stuck in there oh, sorry <laughs> you're stuck in there the rest of the day there was a girl that was like being really annoying i don't know what her deal was but um i may have put her in the room and closed the door before it was time so she was stuck in there is that maybe prison is the place for us <laughs> we're not mad at you prison mad. should be a way we run the clinic if I don't like you, she you're going to go in this room apples. and I get to lock you in it. And think about that Yelp no. review. Wait, listen. I think that you guys should go a whole different route and start in the morning with meditation with you. I already do. So the Look for Ladies really promote healthy lifestyle and healthy mindset. So maybe and we're over here preaching about, like, you should We're not talking about wine. 
punching jail. a boyfriend in the face. Yeah. Why, maybe jail. you want to cut this part out. Um, and no, that'll no, be no, I, we not, <laughs> no, If you were sure you wanted to I talk think about the moral, this. The moral of this story is on your Tinder profile. It needs to say, I will punch you if I say I'm going to punch you. She hung up. Like, I will. Melissa's done with us. She's done. She was done at the start of us. Okay? She just so done. Um, but I honestly think <laughs> I think that it's important on Tinder to say, if you scream in my face, I will punch you. And we will go to jail together. Or just FYI. Like, why? Like, why? We'll absolutely go to jail and together. And that's our date. <laughs> FYI, warning one. <clears throat> number one, number two. And okay, Jacqueline, Jacqueline lost her little tiny gum microphones, And that's when we know. Her gum we know we need to end. Okay, Mine looks like a licorice. So, done. We want to thank you so much, ladies, for coming on. I think it's so fantastic, A, that we... We actually found our drive and our passion for podcasts on your podcast. Yeah, I think like, it's true. so fun. It's full circle. It's been a really funny one, and it's our longest one ever. And I'm excited that Alex is. I'm not have cutting to, a second of it. I'm not well, yeah, we your, are. Yeah, we are. The, We're cutting a few. Yeah, 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 we're cutting a few. But honestly, I think our 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 listeners are so ready for us to introduce new people, and we are just so happy we get to introduce our podcast muses because we love you every week. Can I make a comment? We, this is why I'm so tolerant and patient now. Cause I jail. Been, she jail. She was in jail. She's like, she's like I think that needs to be your next platform. Wait, so I want to work I through wanna, jail. Yes, I want to say that we prison coach. love you guys. At least for a few we years. literally, truly admire you guys. Thank you, you. Thank no, you so honestly, much. you guys are beautiful. You're young. You're successful. You're sweet. Go getters. People like. We love you guys. So. I want Thank everyone so to take notes and then also uh, repeat it. Okay, every time I, I see ha- it. I just have to say, like, it's super fun that you say that too because I think when Cashin and I really are trying to aspire to the next level and always trying to like catch, you know, Cashin loves morning toast. The Oshry family. If I have to hear about you one more day, I'm gonna jump off a cliff. But Cashin loves you so much. She, they are our real, like, you know, our our demographic of who we love. Um, you guys have been such an inspiration to us, and it's just so full cause and effect and thank you for saying that Joel because it just feels like we're talking into microphones and coming to work every day and honestly it's sitting in my closet and yeah. recording it and I, then I listen it. to it I'm like I don't like it and I tell Alex every time I'm like it's so bad he's so like you're fine I'm like okay it's we not have a to glamour. interview Alex we I think you guys sound great I'm loving it for those of you podcast. who don't know who Alex is he's both of our the podcast man. editors our, we're the A team yes <laughs> he he's is, our Charlie's angel I feel he's so Charlie he's our counselor he's our counselor He's our friend. He's our, he's our editor. He's our producer. He's yeah. like everything. He's I have literally this poor guy has is dealing with all of the he's circus. Ups- he's upset with us. I think we called him four times today about getting four times, this and then we didn't call him back. And, and I told him he needed to burn his ugly beanie. You're so so welcome. <laughs> It was because Ninja Turtle, and if you you're listening, did, to this, do you it. insulted him, but that's okay. No, 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 he insulted me. Are you gonna see it? He's coming to town. We have to go see. I him. will be there. We're Wednesday. ready. Mad Mandalay Bay. We're ready. We're okay, we're going. We've been so. On that note, we want to end the rose room by thanking Jacqueline, Jill, and Melissa today. Cash and I are so happy that we get to put this out into the world, and we get to interview real time with real people, real stories. We want to always bring real that housewives. To you. Love. Real people go to oh, gym. Real. real people are stylish. Real. Everybody, real, and we real, love real. It. Yeah, hundred percent real. Like, we Wine. We love it. Real. Except for our faces. So, yes. Our faces that, are not real, but you know. It's real, but it's <laughs> Which is coming up. We will be doing a whole segment on filler, but next week we're yeah. actually going to be interviewing Alex. So, if you don't listen to us, please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and make sure that you listen to this podcast the following week because Alex is going to be yeah. the best guest basically next to the look Ever, of our lady. Because he's going to talk about how 
sad his life is for having to manage deal with us yes. Yes. yes so you get to you and get to hear that we all are yeah it's like he has like nine wives i know uh plus so plus true. his probably real wife and life if he yeah. has one yeah, i don't he's know got, he's got a whole yeah. ass family that's right so thank you alex thank you the lookover ladies um and thank you Cashton, for dealing with us another day if you listen to the rose room like i said please don't forget to like us subscribe and review and subscribe to the lookover ladies if you don't already subscribe to them you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple, Anchor, Play, all of it. Everywhere radio. you can find com. podcasts, they're radio.com. They're literally everywhere. Uh, we are only at two places. And you can find us both on each other's Instagram, either at Duarte Beauty Refinery or the Lookover Ladies. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, make sure you email us at info at mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. And on Cashin on Wednesdays, we drink pink. pink.